0: it's mary here please note that we do talk about death suicide and depression in this episode which i know can be distressing so if you need resources or support go to beyondblue.org or for 24-hour free counseling in australia the number for lifeline is 13 11 14 please look after yourself now let's get into today's episode hi this is michelle and you're listening to messy minds Hey, and welcome back to Messy Minds, where we come to unpack and declutter our thoughts. You're joined by your co-hosts, Jessie Chow and Mary Nguyen. Here at Messy Minds, we really value learning about health and spreading awareness about health conditions that may be difficult to discuss or even a taboo subject. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke to the lovely Allie about her journey through IVF and her endometriosis, which really helped us open a world that we were not aware about. That's right. I definitely learned a lot about these conditions that were actually very common for women. I'm still a little bit taken aback by it all. Uh, Today, we've actually invited a friend of the show who has experienced some hardships in her life that one would not think could ever happen to them. Michelle is a budding influencer with a Vanilla Girl aesthetic. You could never think that such a petite, bubbly and vibrant young lady is a mother of two who has experienced a traumatic event such as a stillbirth navigating all the grief and changes in her transition into adulthood we couldn't imagine a more harrowing experience. We are so grateful that she is here today to be able to share what she has gone through with us. Welcome to the show Michelle. Thank you. (gasps) Welcome Michelle. (laughs) Well we usually like to start our guest episodes with a little bit of an icebreaker question. So yours today is what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: That's a good question. Um I feel like the typical, no, actually, I was going to say a typical answer, but I don't even know. I don't remember. I think I'm just someone like who didn't think of a career, to be honest. I mm-hmm. was just, I just wanted to be anything. And mm-hmm. so I actually, I have this memory of me writing in a diary what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the first um, prime minister, a uh, oh. girl prime minister of first Australia. Oh. Oh, Julie, Fortunately, you that's killed. taken. <laughs> you Damn, you that's Julie gone. Um, which is funny. I could not imagine myself in politics. So yeah, you know what? That's the one. I just wanted to be first female prime minister, but that's long
0: gone. I remember you uploading like a reel the other day of Mm -hmm. of like, of you doing like your parents filming you Mm -hmm. of like, of of kind of like your version of a get ready with content that you're doing now. At like five. (laughs) You manifested that for yourself. That's
1: true. That's true. I knew, but I didn't know. Were you kind
0: of like the kind of person to, or the kind of child to dress yourself from a really oh, young yeah. age? Oh yeah.
1: Look, I didn't upload the clip where we were taking photos for my, I think third birthday mm. and there were five outfit changes. <gasps> Just wow. my dad, my mom and myself in the room, taking photos with a big, big birthday cake um, so I should have known then what I wanted to be.
0: Yeah, the content so creator life was for you yeah. from the, wow. the get mm-hmm. If I could really foresee that as a child, I think my first, like, career choice was a ballerina, and that is totally not happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you obsessed with, like, tutus? And um, so I obviously grew up in the era of Britney Spears being, like, you know. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. You know, the top-notch uh, pop star. Uh, and yeah. for some reason, I was obsessed with ballerinas and Barbie dolls and Britney Spears, and that was my thing, oh. so. Triple B The Triple yeah. B The Triple B threat yeah. Barbie, ballerinas and Britney bitch Yeah <laughs> <laughs> What about you Jess? What did you want to be I, when you grew up? I really wanted to be a singer Oh Yeah I really wanted to be a singer And I remember asking and this, Is this close uh, closest to getting to I know, a singing me. career? <laughs> I, know, I still get the, the mic aspect <laughs> But yeah I really liked singing when I was young And I wanted to be a singer And I remember asking my parents for singing lessons oh. um, But they were like no we're oh, not, no, we're not going to be singing lessons, but how about piano? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, you know what my mom, yeah. My mom was like to me, cause my mom was obsessed with Delta Goodrum. Oh, she thinks yes. Delta Goodrum is like God. Cause she's like really pretty yeah, she is. and she like can sing mm-hmm. and she can play the piano. Right. So she was like, look, look at Delta Goodrum, Jessie. Delta Goodrum can play the piano and she can sing. So why don't you learn how to play the piano and then you can like sing to the piano playing. <laughs> and then that's how I got caught into piano. It so. sounded logic though mm. it did sound and very mm-hmm. logical she's like see, all all the great like singers <laughs> know how to play piano you should play the piano too and i'll be like yeah that sounds great hated piano um <laughs> my nails right now if my piano didn't <laughs> sing this, she would throw it up <laughs> but um but yeah i really wanted to be a singer that was mm. my dream my childhood dream it's so funny how life just pans out i know <laughs> i know
1: Does that make it sound sad? We're like when we're not even the things we want it to be.
0: Or even close to it. Not even close to it. I don't know. For me I think it's more about exposure because like you know, like I realized this the other day that our Asian parents didn't expose us to a lot of things because they probably didn't know that it was potentially a a job or a career. And so when you're at eighteen and you're trying to, you know, pick your subjects Mm -hmm. and try and pick up your uni course and whatever It's really hard to pick a a subject and then imagine a career out of it because there's only so many careers that you've been exposed to. Yeah, that's true. So, like, if you had told me that, you know, website designing was a thing, like, 20 years ago, that I probably would have been something something that that I would have studied, right? Yeah, but... It's like you kind of, at the time that we were at uni, you were just forced into it and you just picked yeah. whatever you yeah, were exposed that's true. to. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like even, because I saw like a, a TikTok hey, hey, about this <laughs> the other day about how different job titles are now compared Mm. to like back in the day you know it used to be like oh what do you do joe and it's like well i'm an electrician and then what do you do Mm. i'm a grade four teacher and then now it's like i'm a cheat stake director of marketing (laughs) and finance but i also do a little bit of accounting yeah (laughs) you know the 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 titles that you get for jobs these days are so weird and that like even now if somebody gave me like oh this is my title i'd be like what degree did you to even yeah. get them. exactly and 90% of the time it has nothing to do with what they mm-hmm. did uni, yeah right? yeah and yeah there was just there's just no way for our parents with the knowledge that they and the experience mm. that they had to give us the exposure mm. that we needed yeah so, I think that's that's probably the reason why I'm in a career that I'm not that is not something that I would have studied y- at uni or, or, yeah. or would have dreamed about when I was yeah up. so anyway so <laughs> least now I know if my child is like you know uh you know really fashionable and stuff like that i'd be like maybe you could be a content creator let me start a tiktok for you do you know how many nine-year-olds are like oh i want to be a youtuber oh yeah how bizarre is is that and there are so many that are successful yeah Yeah. they do those toy reviews yeah Yeah, like the unboxings uh i was like oh my god i could have done that i know i would have been such a great youtube like toy reviewer (laughs) like yeah look at this i could have been it all i could have been making (laughs) millions (laughs) that's so funny i'm like thinking about it now and i'm just like i can't like i'm already like we grew up in the generation that that were on youtube right Mm -hmm. but like hearing my nine-year-old cousin go i want to be on youtube i'm still like that's not a real job (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm like no you need to go to university (laughs) (laughs) it's been conditioned in me (laughs) Moving on to today's episode, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Michelle, and what you do? <laughs> who you are, just for those who don't know. I am, I would say,
1: 99% stay at home mom, <laughs> proud stay at home mom. Um, and at the moment, just uh, rediscovering my content creator journey mm. um, because my other counter got deactivated, which is really sad. So we're starting brand new. Um, which is why I say 99 percent mom because obviously I'm not doing as much as I was yeah. uh, last year, um, but it's still great, it's still
0: fun. How how like how how long were you building your your previous account um, up for? Like how long I would say,
1: a good like two and a half years. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. So like all throughout the
0: pandemic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like that's when everyone grew a lot. I yeah. think because everyone was at home and bored and scrolling yeah. and so mm-hmm. everyone was interested in any content that anyone was putting out. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, So it was a really good time. Um, yeah, two and a half years and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the start. But that's okay. I still really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, something really fun to do um, because obviously motherhood is all-consuming, yeah um, yeah, it's just something
0: nice on the mm. side to do. Mm. I was actually asking Jesse right before our recording session, I was wondering what you do on a daily basis because I know for like being a mom is a full time job in mm-hmm. itself, but do you ever feel like you're sort of disconnected with the rest of the world because you're spending a lot of your time with Ollie? Uh,
1: I don't know, I feel like because before this, we were in the pandemic. Mm. Um, Actually, that probably that's not a great answer because in the pandemic, I was watching everything, um, and I didn't have a baby. Uh, I've never thought about that to be honest. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we've touched it. Like maybe, maybe
1: if you guys bring up a subject and I'm like out of the loop, then yeah. sure. Um, I feel like I tried to keep updated. Like, I think with the news. The and stuff.
0: I, let me re re like <laughs> restructure my question. I think it's more like, do you feel like you miss out on like what your twenties are being a mum? Like you know how people go into festivals and stuff. Are you interested yeah. in that
1: kind of thing? Or uh, I would say no. I feel like I have a pretty similar lifestyle to what I did pre baby, mm. but now I just have a baby. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't know. I've just ha- always been kind of a homebody. Um, like I, I've known what I like for a very long time, yeah. and so I've been doing it. And so I think having a baby is only enhanced. Didn't like, really made yeah, your, yeah exactly. exactly. It just made more much. my life more exciting, and mm. I do more things and different things, mm. I guess, mm. like going back to the zoo. Like <laughs> <a good> <laughs> I go to the zoo a lot, um, which I didn't do before then. Yeah. so yeah, it's a fun time. I think the only thing I guess is not have now I notice that like I don't have many friends that have kids, and so that's. I yeah. mean, that's a whole different topic yeah. about, like, loneliness and motherhood. But, mm. yeah. Don't feel like I'm missing out on life
0: um, because I've wanted this forever. So mm, Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I was just curious because I'm, like, I am so, like, I love to keep busy. And mm-hmm. I think it's actually become a problem where if I have a day off and I don't have anything to do, I don't know how not to have <laughs> nothing to do. And I I'll often wonder, like, people who have children, um, if they are a stay home mom, what obviously the majority of their time is about you know looking after Mm -hmm. their children and stuff but do they have other hobbies that they can actually focus time on like can you do that with a (laughs) child you know what I mean like it's hard like how do you create your content
1: oh yeah oh my goodness I At the start when he was smaller and less mobile, <laughs> it was so much easier. I just felt like I could do a lot. Yeah. Now that he is mobile, if I turn my back for one second, he's like bumping his head on this, putting something in his mouth. Mm. Um, so I feel like lately, especially, um, I've definitely come into this area where I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I have time to even do this kind of thing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a learn a big learning curve. Just yeah. like everything's always different. At the moment, he's not fully walking yet, but he crawls everywhere. So mm. once
0: he starts walking, then it's a whole the yeah, game, right? Yeah, <laughs> I hear people say like, as soon as you get used to something, it changes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Every time you think you've got a grip yeah. on motherhood, then the baby's like, nope, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you are enjoying your motherhood, um, well, like yeah quite well at the moment <laughs> <laughs> despite the difficulties that you may mm-hmm. face um before you had your current son mm-hmm. you experienced something very traumatic do you want to share with the listeners what that event was uh basically
1: in 2019 I think around June July I found I was pregnant um funny story i guess just to make light because it's gonna get dark (laughs) um the way i found out i was pregnant was because i had opened the door for some like door salesmen and within five seconds i fainted (gasps) i thought i fell asleep so when i opened my eyes the guy the man was like are you okay ma'am like of course and he's like i need to call the hospital the ambulance ambulance." and i was like no i'm like i do not have ambulance insurance (laughs) i'm like absolutely not for fainting i'm fine and I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. He's like, When okay. you say
0: faint, do you literally like dropped, drop to the I floor? I dropped to the floor. <gasps> oh like I was God. on the floor when I
1: woke I thought I fell asleep while he was talking. I was oh like, how you embarrassing. Even question no, no, I thought I fell asleep. Oh my God. And I was like, God. when I opened my eyes, I was like, are you kidding me? That's so embarrassing. How did you fall asleep? And obviously he was, and so he's like, okay, if you're fine, then go get some water and then come back and I'll keep, keep pitching. <laughs> are you <laughs> serious? Yeah. This
0: man was like, I want to keep yeah. pitching. So to you?
1: got my water bottle fainted again again oh my god and i only woke up because he was like ma'am i need to call the ambulance and i was like no it's gonna be so
0: expensive and i said she's so, she's so Asian." i love that i'm the same i love that over my dead body i would drive myself (laughs) (laughs) that would bring me out of the grave (laughs) i will be crawling to the hospital myself if i really need to go there but i was like i
1: can't go to hospital just for fainting and i said sir i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and he said oh, you're home alone. Like he, he went into my pantry, got me my up and go, which looking back, stranger danger. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, like he, some random dude
0: yeah. that was trying to sell you what, like an insurance plan or yeah, something? I don't, I don't into know your what house. it was, but he was so nice.
1: And he like called um, some people for me, like my family <laughs> yeah. um, to come. And I didn't think I was pregnant yet. And then- Were uh, you
0: trying at the time?
1: Yes, mm. but it was kind of like- so it was our second month trying our first month, obviously wasn't successful. And then the second month, but I just didn't think about it because mm, yeah. I always have, um, what's it called? Like inconsistent uh, cycles? cycles. Yeah. 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 Um, so I just didn't think anything of it. And yeah. like we had just moved into our first house. And so life was just so busy. Like mm. we're just doing things all the time, like rock climbing and all of this, like yeah, furniture building. I just didn't even think for a second. Mm. Um, after that, We went to the doctors and then the doctor was like, is there any chance, you know? And the story begins of me being pregnant and it was really exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then six months in, within that, like the 24th week, I would say- I had noticed that there was less movement but I was also very busy mm. and I was part of like this little app forum like where people ask questions and all that stuff and people yeah. would be like oh it's less movement okay and so people were like, yeah sometimes you're just busy and I didn't want to be that paranoid person who's like oh something's wrong mm. um let's rush to the hospital and so I just didn't think anything of it and I just remember that week was so so busy it was like my brother's graduation my cousin's graduation um And, like, we were staying at my mother-in-law's house. And so it was just so busy. And I was just like, oh, maybe I just haven't taken time to notice. Yeah. Um, When the week ended, we had gone home and I took a nap. And when I woke up, I just looked in the mirror. And I had been skinny the whole time. Like, yeah, you couldn't tell I was six months pregnant for sure. But I just felt like, I was like, wow, I just look so, so skinny. And I'm like, what is going on? And I remember coming out of the toilet and I was just like, there's just, I'm just like, something's wrong. I'm like, Mm. nothing's there. And I'm just... Like people used to joke about it to me all the time. They'd be like, "Oh, you're so small. There's no baby." And I think at that time, I was just like, everything just came up, and I was, I started crying, and I was like, "To my husband, oh. I need to call the hospital." Mm. But even then, you just don't think anything's happened. You're you just, just like, you're, you're just paranoid, I'm just right? overreacting. Yeah. yeah and but that, he's yeah. like, okay, if you're that distraught about it, we need We to. can go. Mm. Um, worst decision of my life. <laughs> going. Oh god. Um, but obviously, we went in and when she was scanning um they take you in and they like scan you obviously and that's when she was like look I just yeah she delivered the bad news mm. um and of all the things like the last few years I feel like have been a fog like I can't remember mm. anything but that like that, that week at that moment was seriously I like I can remember that to a T
0: yeah
1: um and so yeah then obviously she explained like yeah, we just don't find a heartbeat. I'm sorry. And then another person came, scanned, said the same thing. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I just I can't imagine yeah. being in that room at that time and, and having yeah. to give that news. Like, yeah. I know. It, that, it's just like the worst for everyone mm. involved. It's just mm. like no one. And so after that, we went out and then we went to another room and of course, they do the same thing. They scan, they tell you sorry. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to tell me three I'm times. Like, I'm like like three, four times. Yeah, it was like a decent people. amount of time. But the thing is, I just didn't know what would happen next. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, obviously, like, skipping all the part where we're crying and like telling, calling my parents. And mm. it's just, um, and then eventually the, he had to explain, you know, like, the baby has to come out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah like that makes sense yeah Um, and I thought with I, I know about miscarriages and stuff like that you know you take the yeah. medicine and they come like kind of come out naturally or yeah I just couldn't think of anything else and then he's like you're gonna have to give like birth to her. and I was like huh Um, he's like yeah you know you can do it sooner or later a bit but not that long oh later it has, <laughs> it has to come out it's not healthy to be in and I just didn't understand I was like "Yeah, give birth I'm like how do you give well give birth to something that's not alive yeah mm. um but yeah, i guess we can talk about the process yeah. later but yeah that's pretty much the gist <gasps> of it and
0: <laughs> went oh home god. that night and then it was scheduled for the next morning oh my goodness That that's not a lot of time to process oh, yeah. no, no it was less than 24 hours before she came out oh my god yeah Wow. So did you have any, like, was it just this feeling that you couldn't feel any movement? Because yeah. my, because uh, of like, from my understanding of like mm-hmm. from movies and stuff, you, you get like the random bleeding or like exactly, your right. water breaks mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Like a, a really obvious red yes, flag yes, sign, right? Yes, A hundred
1: percent. I've just felt like if anything was wrong, I'd feel any of the signs, like blood, pain, crampings, yeah, right? Yeah, Just anything. It was literally just mental there it was, was just no like other thing in your I was, head i wow. literally just got off the toll and i was like this, we need to go to hospital yeah. and i'm like we got to go something wrong and my husband's like huh like what are you on about we yeah. both just came up from a nap so we're yeah. both really groggy mm-hmm. um yeah literally like in my head i imagined if anything was ever to go wrong like it'd you, be so dramatic yeah. it'd be this huge really thing. obvious yeah. right like you wouldn't um, miss it Nothing like this at all. So, like, that really, really took me back and shocked me cause, and shocked everyone else in my mm. life yeah, because, because they were, like, every time someone asked, they'll be, like, did you know something was wrong, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, no.
0: And like, I'm if like, I knew, I would have told you. Yeah, I would like, have gone I to knew. see a doctor. I know, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, that oh. was, un- I mean, I don't know. Bittersweet, right? I guess yeah. lucky there wasn't pain or anything, but unlucky that, like, I didn't have a sign sooner. I don't
0: know. Yeah, Just I think in that it's kind of, Like a, there's no, under any circumstances, that situation wouldn't have been good or bad. Like, it's just just, what it is. is. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think it's a good time to jump in now and explain to the listeners what a stillbirth actually Mm -hmm. is. So, Mm -hmm. this situation that Michelle has gone through is um, referred to as a stillbirth. So, it's when a baby is showing no signs of life and is born from 20 weeks gestation. So, anything any time that the fetus is less than 20 weeks and it is, then it's considered a miscarriage mm-hmm. from my understanding and my mm-hmm. research. The thing that really sort of blew my mind out of this whole entire research that I did is that when you have a stillbirth, you still have to go through the whole labour sensation yes, and giving yeah. a child, like giving That's birth to a, a child. <laughs> and like you still have to go through, you know, the post-pregnancy mm-hmm. bleeding mm the breastfeeding yeah Yeah. Mm. i was like when i found out i was like that is so unfair to have to be put in that situation Mm -hmm. and then have to go through the whole thing Mm. leave the hospital without a child and then have this constant reminder of (laughs) being pregnant yeah Yeah. Yeah. and like you've got nothing to Mm. hold in your arms Mm -hmm. like i wanted to know how did you grieve after that like obviously Mm -hmm. I don't know. For me, 24 hours is not, not enough to like process the whole situation. Yeah. But what happened after you left the hospital? I was just in shock. I just like,
1: and I didn't understand. I'd never heard, uh, I think I knew of stillbirth. I didn't know the name for it. I knew that, I knew if anything that like at the end, if and a baby comes out and they could be dead. Yeah. But I just didn't think it was like a halfway through thing. I just, yeah, yeah I just, nothing. I'd never thought of any of this. Um, and I think, I just didn't do research also because I didn't want to scare myself going into being pregnant um, mm. because I'm already a very paranoid person. Yeah. Um, and so, we didn't. This is
0: me. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. We're in this room. <laughs> We're like, or just like overthinkers in nature.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, but apparently I didn't play well this time around. But um, yeah, I just, I remember we went back. We didn't go home. We were staying at my mother-in-law's house because we were um, dog sitting. Yeah. And so we went back there and it was just a really hot day. To be honest, I remember it being really, really hot. Yeah. And so, which is my worst nightmare. I just hate it being hot. (laughs) So I was like, wow, the universe is really, really digging in right now. Um, Honestly, I can't remember. I think I was just in shock. I didn't, I don't even, I really don't remember what happened. I think I just couldn't believe it. And then I think the next morning, my husband went to go get some just like snacks and stuff. Um, like kind of stuff you do when you're about to give birth. Yeah. And so we were kind of prepping because it was like so last minute and it was at time, So obviously everything was closed. And so anything we had to do, we had to get in the morning because yeah. I was coming in. And I remember sitting um, at the house and I was by myself. And then I think it really hit me because I was like, I'm going to have to give birth. Like it's going, she's going to come out of my vagina. Like I'm yeah. literally going to yeah and exactly and i'm like i wasn't ready i'm s- like yeah. Yeah. i was only six months pregnant yeah. i didn't think yeah i just didn't put myself in the head game of giving birth mm. yeah um and i so i called my best friend and i hadn't told anyone prior to that we had told like my parents my brother and yeah. his um his family but no one else I mean, it was you last really minute time, yeah I didn't really? have time yeah um and I I think I just didn't want to say anything because I just didn't know what was happening I was just mm. so in shock yeah but at that time I think I just needed someone because my husband wasn't home and so I called my best friend I was like la, 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 this is happening and I think she couldn't believe it too yeah. but I couldn't even explain to her what was really happening what I was remember her on? saying like like a miscarriage she's like oh, I think they give you like medicine I, I know it, it sounds like she's not being comforting, yeah. but she she was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she was just saying. I think they give you like a medicine thing, and then I don't know, like it's so all She's like, oh yeah, my friend went through it, and I was like, I think I have to give birth, but I'm like not a hundred percent sure. But like what yeah. what I what they mean by exactly. give yeah. birth, like actually uh-huh. give birth, give birth. Yeah, because they didn't obviously they didn't go explain. through the logistics of yeah. it. It was kind of just like, hey, you need to get the baby out in a set to, amount of time yeah. you choose when you come in um and so yeah I don't even remember what else we said I think I just said to her like yeah she's gone like I don't I just don't know she just I have no other explanation and it, I think for I think for everyone as well they're just like they always expect more they're like like you know this should have happened or maybe that happened I'm just like no one second she yeah. was here one second she's she wasn't not. and then now and I, I have can't explain it yeah. yeah um so then yeah we went to the hospital. And went through that whole process of, like, going into labour with contractions, which <gasps> shocked the life out of oh me. My I, said, God. <laughs> I just said, yeah, I wasn't mentally ready, but I think I just wanted to do it um, straight away because, the one I don't do know, I wait. just had a feeling like yeah. this is going to be a long, long grieving process. Yeah. And so, yeah, so especially, I think the grieving all came after for sure. But,
0: like, yeah, that day was just the worst day of my life oh my goodness I'm like I, I feel for every single party that is involved mm-hmm. in the situation like even rehearing this story I'm getting goosebumps just hearing it again yeah. um but it's it's like what do you even say to something like that like mm. if my best friend called me up and was like so I yeah. have a stillbirth I would mm-hmm. have no idea yeah. what to say there's nothing that I could say mm-hmm. that would make that situation better mm. um and because it's like to this day, I'm pretty sure it's still, like they don't know why it happens. Yeah, why yeah. stillbirths happen. It just happens. Um, There's no research yeah, unless, yeah. unless you know something uh, more about
1: it. I mean, they'll, they'll do an investigation yeah. and yeah. they'll find out. Um, for me, unfortunately, it was just unlucky. Mm. Um, some people find out, I don't know. The, I, I'm sure some people have specific reasons, but yeah, yeah just in general, it is, I, I don't know, the best, kind of the worst, mm. I don't know if this is the best word to use, but just unlucky, just, yeah. a, mm. just an unlucky situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just not, sometimes just not preventable.
0: Yeah. Um, Obviously, post giving birth situation, mm-hmm. did the hospital, like, send you into um, some sort of, like, support group to help you with that grieving process? They or did you, you have to, like, seek it out <laughs> yourself? Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: so... I mean, don't get me wrong. The hospital was amazing. They let me stay for as long as I wanted to. Mm. Um, they were very, very empathetic. All a- Anyone who came in cried <laughs> with me. Oh. Um, although, just to make light of a situation, there was one night where my husband and I were laying with Alaska on the bed and we were both just sobbing. And this nurse comes in and she just stands and stares what? right in front of us. <laughs> let like me at tell the you end this. Of bed. <laughs> no, not even right at the end of the bed. Right next to me. Over hovering sh- over oh us. Oh, my God. Let me tell you this. The tears went right back up.
0: <laughs> <That is laughs> you
1: so yeah, right back like up there. In. I was like, yeah, that's enough crying for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, is so, so bizarre. <laughs> what did she do, do just Read the damn room. <laughs> oh, my God. Sis. Yeah, we have a butterfly in our room, too. I'm like, you know what's going on. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, they do like a little butterfly thing. So everyone mm. who comes in, like, no, no one can mistake it. No one will get yeah. it wrong when they come in. Mm. Like, no one's going to come in and be like, congratulations. Yeah. Oh.
0: Um, <sighs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> is there a separate dog in the hospital? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. My room felt so luxurious. It was so big. There was like a waiting room. And then there was like this whole big bed with a window. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, not sure. the right time <laughs> for this. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs>
0: thank you, but no thank yeah, you. thank you, but oh, I don't even know what to <laughs> say. Yeah, of all
1: the things to celebrate, I'm like, yeah, we've got a nice room though.
0: <laughs> I mean, be, it is nice to have... The privacy degree, no, yeah, yeah. Mm. Unless um, someone's standing yeah, you. <laughs> you. did she need something? <laughs> <laughs> what was she just? No, no she just my
1: vitals, um, and she just stood over us. Like my husband and I had to <laughs> bring it up every now and then. We're like, how weird was that lady just standing over us? And I was like, yeah, well, at least that meant I took a break from crying. That is so
0: scary. Yeah, I, I watch too many horror movies. To it's like exactly
1: what you think, just yeah. like in horror movies. The room's dark. I know. You know, all and you hear is the like, beep, beep, beep. And then oh this lady God. is over here like.
0: I know. Girl. potting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> scary stuff. That is so creepy. That I'm is, getting, like, really bad goosebumps. I know. And i like giving species. you true crime, your true crime yeah true, crime. yeah, true crime is coming in. <laughs> um, how How much time did you have with Alaska, like, up? from when you gave birth to when you had to, like, um, say goodbye?
1: So I think I chose to stay – I'm pretty sure, like, it was three days, two nights. Uh, I mean, one day, the whole day was spent kind of, like, yeah laboring and mm. whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I think we did three days, two nights. And they – what they do is – I don't know. Oh I feel like I'm, like, raving on about it. But what's cool is they put her in this um, bassinet that's got um, – I think like a little air con situation so obviously she doesn't yeah like yeah degrade. yeah mm-hmm. um and they're just happy for us to like take her in and out and just oh. do whatever it was really really nice like I because I had someone um that I knew that had a stillbirth years and years ago so it was mm-hmm. like a different time yeah um and she just got her baby taken away and <gasps> then just, like immediately yeah and then just moved on I don't know where the baby girls. is I didn't ask yeah. her um, I don't know if they're disposed of. I have no idea. But this is maybe like 20 years ago. Mm. Um, and so I just thought that was really nice to just like have spend time. time. Yeah. Nice and obviously sad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when, I mean, when I look back, I'm just so grateful that I'm in a time and um, in a country where I can do that. Yeah. And not pay out of pocket as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think three days, two nights. Um, and then after that, we left. And they organized for her to be transported to where we had her like funeral service. Mm. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I, I guess technically that's like the last time we saw her before we saw her on the funeral a few yeah. days later.
0: Yeah, mm. um, so the other thing to note as well for our listeners is that in Australia, stillbirths must be registered because mm-hmm. technically they are a human. Uh, yeah, it that was the other thing that really like threw me off. I was like, what? Yeah, I
1: to fill out forms and do stuff yeah. And Yeah, like, and you have to have like a, a, name a name for them name and, stuff. and stuff. Yeah, a name. like yeah. It really humanises yeah. yeah. them. Yeah. It's kind um,
0: of, kind of tr- like a bit traumatic, it, if anything. It yeah, is, right? it is, yeah. yeah. Like you're trying to accept that mm-hmm. this person or this baby is gone, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they're trying to like full give it a personality, yeah. give it a name, uh-huh. registering them. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah. just for them to just take it away. Like yeah, it yeah. It feels a bit unnecessary, yeah, almost. Yeah. I don't know if this is an inappropriate question, but uh, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. do they give you a time of birth and then a time of the death as well? Is yeah, that the, the same the day? Yeah, the whole or shebang.
1: It's like, like, literally, it's like... Really it's like, like, I mean, now that I've given birth, <laughs> the situation, honestly, is the same besides for, obviously, the context. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, they have the little card and they have, like, I don't know. I don't oh know how God. to say. Is it sweet, not sweet? Um, But they're talking weight, height... Like, everything the same. Oh, my God. Um, And they even have, like, they let you choose their little, um, like, beanies. Like, the miniest, miniest beanies. I I don't know how to say. I'm like, oh, it's a good thing and a bad thing. But, like, I don't know. It's so sweet. Like, I don't know. I think it's so thoughtful. But also so sad. It's, like, the saddest Mm. thing seeing how teeny this beanie is. Because, obviously, Mm. she was small. And even, like, teeny baby, like, teeny, teeny baby clothes. I'm sure they got it from, like, a toy or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even the little wraps. Like, everything they have that's specific for the little ones. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. so they really go all out for yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. the whole experience, which I don't – yeah, again, I don't know. Good I think bad, it's depending it's just, yeah. on the person,
0: <laughs> right? Like, I think, like – for me right now, I'm a bit like, oh, my God, like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. But I think if I was in that situation, mm-hmm. I think I would have really appreciated yeah. that as the same that you would yeah. kind of, like, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but because I'm, like, I haven't experienced <laughs> it, it's a bit morbid in a way to, yeah, like, give me something actually, that, that is, like... That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, it's a, it's a morbid situation. It's yeah. just, like, yeah, it is. Mm. Um, but, yeah, for for me personally, I thought it was very thoughtful, like, looking back especially yeah. because... I mean, now that we obviously don't have her physically, it's kind of like uh, um, they were the first to acknowledge that she's, like, real. Yeah. Because I couldn't process it. I Uh, I guess that's why it is
0: nice because it's, like, they, like, the system has acknowledged that Mm – you know Alaska is a real person yeah, and yeah. and was here for mm-hmm. a certain period of time instead of you going home from the hospital and grieving for something yeah, that yeah. you can't actually physically exactly, hold anymore yeah. and like no one's going to believe mm, you yeah. but like now you've got something to look back onto mm-hmm. and then she is a part yeah. of your life
1: you know what they even let um us like bathe her I didn't do it per- I just couldn't my husband did it yeah and, I mean I know it was very very like traumatic but yeah. also like important um I couldn't do it personally but yeah they just like there's so much to let you do, um, to let you know, like, that it's okay yeah. and that she's real or your baby's real. Um, because at the time, it just feels so,
0: so bizarre. Mm. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. I I mean, I wouldn't want anyone else to experience And Of course, yeah. Because yeah. I do remember my cousin, now that we're talking about him, mm-hmm. the memories just come back in my mm-hmm. head. Um, my cousin, who, when I was about, like, 10... Yeah. Um, she was in her 30s and she was having her first child mm-hmm. and he didn't survive. Mm-hmm. So she technically also had a stillbirth yeah. as well. And when my parents told me, being the 10-year-old that I was, mm-hmm. I didn't quite understand what it was. I was like, oh, that's really sad. Mm-hmm. And now that like we're hearing this story again from mm-hmm. you, I'm like, oh, my God, this poor woman yeah. had to go through this entire thing yeah. by herself. Mm-hmm. And we just like my parents are just like oh yeah the baby died like mm-hmm. just passed it off as if it was yeah, nothing yeah. yeah
1: and I think it is a like a generational thing as yeah. well um because definitely like obviously I know my aunties and my uncles and my parents were really sad but it definitely like I could tell the difference between their sadness and like the people yeah. like my cousins that are my age um how they took it and how they talked to me versus how they um yeah you know the older generation talked to me um so it's definitely I think a generational thing because yeah. they're like yeah just
0: I think also like our parents' generation would have had like fifty children, <laughs> you know what I mean? They would have been like one of fifty children yeah, yeah, yeah. and so oh just another mm-hmm. child yeah, that didn't yeah. make it. Like yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But for us in our know, present day, you know, it's very common for us to have only like maybe one or two children. Yeah. And so if um, you know, if we do lose a child, that's like half or Mm-mm. just your only child yeah, really yeah. so especially if people are struggling to have children mm-hmm. um which we have talked about on this podcast before yeah. IV like with ivf mm-hmm. you know people can't have children and then when they finally can have children imagine if they had to go through yeah, the whole uh, experience exactly. so it's just yeah very yeah, traumatic
1: I, sa- I was i was saying to my husband this second time because we really struggled after um having alaska Trying to get pregnant was such a struggle. Yeah. And I said, oh, man, if this one doesn't work out,
0: see ya. I'm like, there's no more. I'm like, I can't. I can't do it again. Yeah. 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 No, I just, I can't imagine. I'm like already just so mind blown by the whole thing. (laughs) I can't believe it. So how did you and your husband kind of approach this, you know, second pregnancy? Mm. Because obviously, (laughs) and how long did it take for you to really, I guess, grieve, Alaska Yeah. And when did you feel like it was okay mm-hmm. to start even thinking about having, um, um yeah no here's other the other thing stuff.
1: I was just like we have to go again I <gasps> I felt really? like, like straight yeah, away, which like I look back and I feel so sorry for Pasture. I just wish she had just taken the time to just rest mm. but I was like no and I said we got it like We're the moment it's it, okay yeah. because after that after give birth I think you have to wait six weeks the same yeah the same mm. thing um so we waited the six weeks and then I was like we have to try again and I I just like didn't know what else to do with myself I like I wasn't working at the time and so literally it was my only focus at the time when I was pregnant that was my only focus um and so when I wasn't pregnant I was like we just have to try I just mm. I just couldn't I yeah. was like no um like I just felt like I had failed and so I was like we had to try again mm. oh. <laughs> I'm like um, um yeah, I just, I just felt like I had no other purpose. I just had, we just had to go. And so yeah. so at the start, it's easy, you know, you're like hopeful again. Obviously at the time I was also grieving Alaska. And so I look back and it was just a recipe for disaster. I can't even look disaster. at you right
0: now.
1: I'm going to cry. It was just a recipe for disaster because <laughs> when you're like gone through so much trauma and your body's just not ready. Yeah. I, I, I for like sure th- knew my the, body wasn't ready, but I was like, you got to do it. And I, like saying this, like we, tr- I was going to say, we tried really hard, <laughs> um, which is funny because I saw a TikTok that was like, you know, when people tell you they're trying really hard to get pregnant, you know what you're saying to me? You guys are clapping cheeks every night. Um, so that's what I think of when I'm saying, yeah, we, we tried really hard to get pregnant. Um, but yeah, so I would say we tried after that six week mark, we tried for maybe six, seven months mm. and it was exhausting. Like it just Firstly, like being intimate wasn't enjoyable because yeah. I was like, we gotta, yeah, we just got to yeah. do it on the dot. Um, and so I don't, I don't know how else to say we just <laughs> worked <which> really hard <laughs> to try to get pregnant at the same time trying to grieve. And so my mental health and his mental health was just so poor. Mm. Um, it definitely, I'm sure, like blocking, I, I don't know the science, but I'm sure it was doing something to our bodies that was like, no, like you yeah. can't give yeah. you another baby. Yeah, But... The thing is I was like, I can't give up. I just didn't know what else to do. Yeah. It was Um, your only purpose. Exactly. And so after that I think six, seven months, I was like, something's not working. Yeah. And so I went to the doc my usual doctor and then he, you know, did the blood tests and stuff and he said, Yeah, it's fine. Like just keep trying and I said, Okay. So we did it again for another month. The period came and I was like, No, I'm like, I need to go see someone again. So I went to a female doctor. Like I don't want to be sexist at all. Um, but I mean, sometimes female doctors, just because yeah. they have they <laughs> the have autonomy, the body you, <laughs> um, you know. they, they might be looking for something else. So yeah. I went to her and I think immediately she knew that I had polycystic ovary syndrome. Um, she doesn't say anything. She's like, let's just get an ultrasound. And I knew because I've had a varian cyst before that I've taken out. So mm-hmm. I was like, I just knew something was, was up, up by yeah. just hoping it wasn't that. And yeah. I was like, please not that. And I just remember I went in did the ultrasound and then I think a week later I called her and she said it and I knew and then I think at the moment I definitely overreacted and I was just bawling my eyes out and I was like I'm never gonna get pregnant I was telling my husband you know what you can leave me and find someone who can get pregnant um and I was just yeah devastated I was like you're kidding like one more thing and she's like how about we go to a specialist and I was like oh my goodness um and so we did we went to a specialist except before then my previous doctor hadn't told me that I had a certain injection that I was missing and so I had to wait another two months until trying I was <sighs> so pissed I was oh like that's marking a year since she's been gone and I've been trying and I said you're kidding me mm. I was so so upset because and I I mean I needed that break but I was like so it wasn't upset really up. a break." Oh, yeah, yeah exactly, though, was, it? was no it, yeah, it wasn't and really so a break. around that time I also got a therapist mm. and so she was just telling me Like, how long are you going to keep doing this? Like, you have to give yourself like a timeline. And I said forever. I'm like, I have to try. I have to keep going. And she's like, you can't keep doing this to your body. And I was like, what else else is there for me to do? I'm like, I I can't. I'm like, if I don't focus on trying to get pregnant, then I'm thinking about Alaska. Mm. And so so we went to the specialist. um, And so we did ovulation induction, which I think you guys talked about. In the previous episode with Al,
0: um, with Ali, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> sorry, big time cryer. It's okay. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm just not gonna look at yeah, it I'm now because like, I'm, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> in. I told
1: myself, I'm like, you're not gonna cry. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So we went to the specialist, um, Dr. Alice Wang. Highly recommend. Um, and so with ovulation induction, you take this little tablet, which I think Ali mentioned. I can't remember the name. Mm you can go to the <laughs> in the other episode <laughs> plug um but yeah you take that and then they basically tell you when to do it when to come in to yeah. get the ultrasound and mm. so I think I had three four appointments a week that I had to come into the city for and <sighs> so it was just like I, I like um don't get me wrong my husband's working so he can't come to yeah. appointments with me and basically everyone in my life was working so I just had to go by myself and it was like just so sad because every time she'd come, I'd come in and she'd be like, oh, it's not growing as fast or yeah, not a good time. But she was so positive still. And she's like, yeah. it's all right. We'll come in two days and we'll check it. Um, every single time, it just wasn't growing fast enough. So I had to get an injection in my stomach <gasps> over at the IVF clinic. I hated that because in the stomach is just so uncomfortable, yeah. so yeah. weird. Like I can I can get injections in my arm any day of the week. And I was just like, my stomach, come on. yeah, And um. So yeah, I did that three rounds. So that's like three months. And usually they say after three rounds, are like, hey, you should reconsider and like onto the next step. After that third round, I didn't even make it to the injection that week. That week, I was just feeling so, so exhausted. Like, honestly, our relationship wasn't going well because we had so much pressure yeah. to try to get pregnant. Um, Like I wasn't in it, he wasn't in it. And obviously we're still trying to grieve because we just didn't have time yeah. because we're just... Just trying to move on. Yeah. Um. And we we're in the pandemic, so we just didn't have activities to do, <laughs> to, do to, <laughs> to distract do, us. Exactly. Like, and on our only that, activity yeah. is trying to get pregnant, which isn't <laughs> fun either because we're failing at it, right? Yeah. So <laughs>
0: contrary to believe, yeah, everybody. exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone else
1: might be having fun, <laughs> not me. <laughs> um. And so I remember I texted my husband. He was at work in the office that day. Like this was yeah. um when we were just starting to come out, and mm. he, and I texted him, and I was like hey, like, I just don't think we're in the mood to even try this week. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm just not in it. I'm not going to get the injection. And I think – I don't know what happened. I just felt so, so down and I was so exhausted. Like, I was so tired of going through appointments. Yeah. Um. It just felt very lonely and I just didn't know anyone else who this was had going been through. You know? yeah. Not only, like, did I have a stillbirth, then I had to, like, go through infertility and I'm like – Come on, I just need a break. Um, And so I literally just ran home to my parents. (laughs) I felt so bad, but I just left my husband at home. And I just went home because I just like, I just needed someone there because he was obviously in the office. I was just alone with the dogs all day. Um, And so I took one of the (laughs) dogs. Left the other
0: one. (laughs) Sorry, mate. (laughs) Well,
1: she she prefers him. (laughs) So I took my comfort dog. We literally bought him. Before, just as the pandemic started, and like kind of for me, it's like a comfort thing because obviously, I we got him literally the week before that we were expecting her to be due, and so I felt like it was kind of like symbolic yeah 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 not to get all yeah Yeah. um so yeah he's big time emotional yeah my emotional support dog um so we all have one of those (laughs) those. (laughs) so I took him and hiked at home I was like dad you have to come pick me up I have to go yeah um he didn't know what was going on he was like whoa what in the drama yeah um so I went home and spent the week at home and I think it's just I really got in my head and I was just like my husband doesn't want me because like, I couldn't because could, like, couldn't yeah. give him a child. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like in my head I'd made up the story of, like, he'll only stay with me if I'm finally only pregnant. pregnant. Mm. And oh we failed God. this third time. And so, like, it was a lot of miscommunication. So I just, like, I just built it up in my head this mm. resentment that I was, like, like, we can't continue on. There's, like, no yeah. future for us if we don't have a baby. It's, like... Yeah, I just didn't know how we were going to continue our relationship (laughs) if there was no baby involved. Mm. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I went home that week. Uh, Eventually, we got to talking and then, like, reunited and all that stuff. Mm, Long story short, got pregnant. Like, I was already pregnant by then, that week. I just didn't know. Right. And I was like, it's funny because I remember the first time I found out I was pregnant, that week, I'm pretty sure my husband and I got into a fight as well. And so I'm like, oh, it's funny. We just get into this big argument every time I'm pregnant. (laughs) And then
0: bam. Yeah. Um,
1: And so I just didn't know that time. Um, Mm. And my parents were just like, what is going on? Like, you guys have Asian parents. They were just like, they're like, it's fine. Like, why do you have to talk about divorce? Like, that's so dramatic. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, after everything, it's just like, it's too much. We just can't handle it anymore. And I mean, like, when it happened to us, we were, I think, like, 23, 22. So young, man. Like, just, I like, think <gasps> back, That's so yeah. incredibly young. Um, like, I look back, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, we were so young. And I, I mean, I still think we're young. Yeah. Um, But we were just so, so young. And, like, at the time, like you say, at the time, people... People are going to festivals and raves and clubs and yeah. doing all this stuff. And I just, having commitment you know. issues. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'm here like, oh, we're just in this house. Yeah, of had. course you would have felt and so lonely. lonely. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard to explain to my parents. They're both like, you both want to go on holiday or something? Like, we'll pay yeah. every holiday to go out. I'm like, yeah. you don't understand. I'm like, we need more than that. Yeah. Um, eventually we got to talking and obviously obviously he did want me beyond not having a baby. Yeah. But at the time it just felt like after... A year and a half of trying and trying and grieving at the same time, like I, I definitely think I did myself dirty there for <laughs> even doing that. Yeah. Um. For both of us, but yeah, I just like I didn't know what else to do. I, I had nothing else to focus on. Like my therapist was like, "You need a hobby." And like I'm like, "My hobby is getting pregnant."
0: <laughs> um, my hobby is so having a baby. So back off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, I was like, I took a walk today. Are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's what it came down to, yeah. and so. Yeah, I just like look back and I think I just wish I gave myself more grace. Mm. I felt like I deserved it, and so I remember like my therapist would do this thing every few months with, with like this checklist to see how how depressed are you, kind of checklist. Oh, oh my goodness! Uh, and so oh. it'd ask questions like, "Oh, do you think you deserve this? Like, um, do you feel like you're punished yourself?" And I oh. I remember I'd always like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Yeah," I just like I did something. I don't know what I did, but I'm like, this is my punishment. I like. I have to keep trying mm. because I couldn't deliver the other one. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is, I'm like, as much as sucks. I'm like, this is my punishment. I'm like, girl, like rally up. You got to do it.
0: Mm. Um, oh, my goodness. And so,
1: I mean, I'd never tell anyone to do that ever. Yeah. So why um, would you do it to yourself? Exactly. But right? I just, I, I didn't know what I had to do. And again, it was during the pandemic. So I had nothing. I yeah. could go nowhere. Yeah. I could go to the grocery store and I'm like, that's it I'm like that's not very creative yeah. or enticing yeah um and then that's also when I started my um like doing yeah. more of the fashion stuff to focus on something else yeah um but yeah but behind the scenes I was just it was so sad like seriously the yeah, like, darkest time of my life
0: genuinely because I had been following you for quite a while <laughs> um and you know we saw the announcement of like your baby shower not baby shower it was uh, like a gender reveal, gender reveal yeah. for alaska and then suddenly that yeah, news came long. out of nowhere mm-hmm. and then i was just like what the mm-hmm. hell and you went radio silent for a little bit yeah. and like you know rightfully so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, rightfully so. and then I, I noticed that you started to take your dog out for lots of mm-hmm. walks and stuff and that was like a, a continuing theme yeah um but i like you know obviously that's stuff that you don't share behind mm-hmm. closed like on social media mm-hmm. behind closed doors that's kind of stuff that you sort of want to deal with on your own but yeah like hearing you talk about it now I'm just like oh my god <laughs> yeah I wish I could have done something. yeah for you. <laughs> like I know like no. when people come to me and they share their stories I don't know what to say I'm mm-hmm. a really bad comforter but like no. I wish <laughs> I could have been there to like you know tell you that you're not alone mm-hmm. and that we're all going through something obviously I mm. can't completely relate to what you're going through but obviously the whole punishing yourself is something that i do myself as well Mm -hmm. and um i feel like everybody talks about it but the pandemic was also a time that i went got a therapist Mm -hmm. as well um and yeah i could totally relate and now that we're talking about it you're you're crying and i'm like (laughs) i wanted to cry too every time
1: (laughs) 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 where's that nurse come stare (laughs) at me i know where you at, girl. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing that people don't talk about with therapy is that it gets so painful. It
1: is. To talk about mm-hmm. it
0: because the only way to, like, get through it mm-hmm. is to actually face the music, right? Yeah, to yeah. To talk about it. And, yeah, it... it, it For me, the thing is, is that it gets worse before it gets better. Oh, 100%.
1: Oh, yeah. I was was down bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Man, I was like in the trenches Mm -hmm. and I was like seeing you walking and I was like, okay, maybe I should do stuff like that too and like try and distract i picked up sewing for like Love sewing that. with a Love sewing it. machine oh yeah i was painting i was doing all this stuff to like distract myself
1: everyone and their mother <laughs> spotlight was sold out <laughs>
0: spotlight, was <fucking laughs> my, the spotlight
1: was beyond my five kilometers <laughs> I
0: <couldn't> go. <laughs> i got it delivered <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you've gone through quite a fair bit of your traumatic event but do you feel now like today you've sort of grieved enough or are you still like it's like a still working progress kind of thing.
1: Yeah, you know, it's very hit and miss. And I think people are very right when they say, you know, healing's not a linear journey. Mm. And I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, I wish it was. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's some, I think sometimes it hits even harder because I have my son and mm. I I just feel bad because I'm like, she missed she, – there's so many things she's not doing. Yeah. Um, do you feel bad for her or, like, bad for Ollie or do you, uh, like... I think I feel mostly bad for her. Like, yeah. Um, there's, like, s- as much as, like, life is hard, I'm, like, life is so beautiful. There's just mm. so much. Yeah. Um, And, I, like, I watch how much he enjoys life and I'm, like, damn. And I'm, like, I couldn't give her that. Yeah. Um, And so, I don't know. It's comes and goes, definitely. Uh. It, I feel like I've definitely come out of the worst of it. Mm. Um, every now and then it feels really bad. But yeah, I definitely feel like at the peak of it, it's definitely not the same as it is now. Because um, I mean, trigger warning, like it was at the point of like suicide ideation. Yeah. Like I, I just like, remember I was like, I can't do this anymore. But at the same time I was like, man, I'm not even strong enough to do it.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: so it came to a point where I was like, you have to do what you don't, but yeah. but I was like punching myself because I'm like, wow, you kind of go through with that, yeah. And I'm like, I'm complain. like
0: laughing because I can totally yeah, totally right. relate with right. your thoughts right exactly. now. I'm like, yeah, you what know what? Doing? The world doesn't need me, uh-huh. but then when it comes to doing it, I'm like, I, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm like, damn, like <laughs> you suck that bad, huh? <laughs> and I'm like,
1: all right. I'm like, you're either gonna be severely depressed or just go through with it. I'm like, come on, yeah. but yeah, I, obviously I couldn't um thankfully yeah now I have my son uh but yeah so if anything yeah you know what it has gone better because I don't think that way anymore mm. um but there are still times where it is very hard and I think the hardest part is it doesn't feel real sometimes because everyone else I, I don't expect everyone else to acknowledge or say anything of course yeah. at all but yeah. it's kind of like you know, where everyone's like, oh, the sky's cloudy today. Everyone else can see it. Everyone knows yeah. it. Um, everyone can acknowledge it. But it's kind of like, for me, I'm like, did it happen? And I was like, oh, is she real? Um, like, how much of her is real? Yeah. Um, because it's, sometimes it's only me or and me and my yeah, husband yeah. or me and someone else close to me that will mention it. And sometimes like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she's real. Yeah. And then sometimes I feel guilty because then I'm like, oh, you're not – acknowledging her enough or you're not thinking about her enough Mm. um so that's something I'm still very much trying to juggle yeah especially like you said like being a motherhood of someone who is alive like they're very very much in my mind all the time I mean he's in front of me all the time yeah um and so it's very different uh yeah, still navigating that. Still don't know how to figure that out.
0: But and I think that's okay. A time. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to sort of like still trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. Do you guys make an effort to sort of celebrate her birthday and that sort of thing as well every year? Or we is that weird? <laughs> no,
1: we we did. Um, and that makes me feel guilty because last December, yeah, um, we just like, it was so busy and I, like I was heavily pregnant and like we just missed it. I remember missing it and I felt so guilty. And I just like, in my... I remember I was like, wait, has the day gone past in my head? I was like, crap. It just like came yeah, and went. Yeah. And at that times like that, I feel so guilty and I still feel guilty because I'm like, this year I've got to make sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I don't know, it's so hard. Um, and especially when life is so busy now that it's just like mm. in the moments of stillness, I do think about her. And yeah, so if anything, we do try to celebrate her birthday, um, but last year was a mess. <laughs> um, so yeah, just oh. going and learning.
0: <laughs> I guess it's okay. I mean, like you know, it's not like she's out there being like, "I can't believe you've forgotten about me." I think I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like to think that she's looking out for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you know, th- there's this thing that they do with um. I saw like an animation on TikTok where <laughs> um one one dog passes away. Um, you know, the, the owner is obviously really upset, but mm-hmm. it's up in heaven with God and there's another mm-hmm. little puppy with it. And then God's like, oh, you have to train the little puppy Aww. to send him down to make sure that's that you, they can look after, you know, um, mm-hmm. the owner. And so in my head, I'm like, Alaska's probably done that, mm-hmm. the same for your son so that he can be in your life yeah. and bring that same sort of presence. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's how I see it anyway. So she's always like, as a part of you and your family, yeah. and always there. And I think she would really hate it if you like beat yourself up <laughs> about yeah. a thought like yeah, that. For sure. <laughs> um, let's try and lighten the mood <laughs> a little bit. Um, we know that you are a stay home mom. Mm-hmm. What do you do to balance your life, your hobbies, and your family? I don't. (laughs) That's the simple Uh, and the real answer, everyone. It is so difficult, you guys. You don't have like a a. 5am wake up morning routine. (laughs) Oh,
1: I wake up at 5am, all right, (laughs) to my baby screaming at me (laughs) and me telling him, go to sleep, it's too early. (laughs) Um, Literally happened this morning at 5.30. I was like, excuse me, this is very rude. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, I knew motherhood would be hard. I just didn't know it'd be this hard. Mm. Um, I definitely struggled it, with it a lot more at the start, especially because he was just such a big crier. I just thought he hated me. So oh. I was just so sad. I was like, wow, okay, the one baby I bring into the world and he hates, hates me, me. Mm. <laughs> and all he, he needs from me is milk, 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 milk. Yeah. So that's what it really felt like at the start. Yeah. And I just couldn't juggle anything. I was mm. like, how does anyone shower, do anything? Because everyone's yeah. like, just put him down just put him down and I said he's screaming at me yeah. and so constantly I'd take showers where he's just screaming the whole <gasps> time the whole shower oh my
0: god that's um, so traumatic
1: yeah that's it was really hard and I was really really trying to enjoy motherhood because I was like how lucky am I mm. to be able to get a second chance yeah um and so that really played with me because I was like man this is so hard I, I yeah. just don't feel natural like this and all my life I always felt like I would be good a good mother I, yeah. like. I was always looking after baby dolls and I just loved babies I loved everything about motherhood and so when I got there I was like great um this, this is, is n- not what I thought had. I
0: was made for this yeah exactly. or maybe not yeah, yeah. exactly
1: everyone be like yeah, you'd be a natural you're yeah. made to be a mom oh I did not mm. feel like it sometimes mm. I don't even feel like it so at the start it was really really hard I couldn't juggle anything I couldn't do anything mm. um could, couldn't eat by myself, couldn't sleep, couldn't shower. I couldn't oh do God. anything. Sounds so traumatic. Um, yeah, without <laughs> just screaming really, at she's me. She's really putting me off. <laughs> no, but look, not all babies are big time criers yeah, though, yeah, see? Because yeah, yeah, like, so, you know, I see dependent. some mums, exactly, with their 5am routine and then they'll come eventually pick up their baby and the baby will wake up. And I'm like, mama...
0: Um, <laughs> not my baby. No, he, he woke up <laughs> at the crack of dawn. Beyond, mm.
1: No, before the crack of dawn. Yeah. Um, and so now is he's – because the thing is I think for him was he just wanted to communicate and wanted to play, but, but he, he couldn't. Know. He couldn't sit. He yeah. could barely roll. Mm. He couldn't talk. Didn't know how to do gestures. Um, but now as he's growing, he gets to do more. Yeah. So it's a little bit easier to balance. And I've been trying yeah. um, to be intentional about it because – at the start, it was just so consuming. I didn't I didn't do anything but be a mum. Obviously, I'm always a mum. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm always a mum. Yeah. There's no, like, turning off. But I didn't know how to balance anything. I yeah. couldn't get out. I just couldn't do it all. Um, but now I'm really trying. Like, now, you know, I ask my husband, like, can you look after him at, from this time to this time so I can just do sit something. down and read or yeah. just do something. Yeah. Um, we've gotten into a much, much better routine um, especially, like I said, now that he can play a bit more, he's a little more independent. He yeah. can do more things. Yeah. Back then, he just wanted me to hold him the whole time. Mm. Um, wouldn't go to his dad. He was not Didn't. a daddy's boy, right? So mm. I was like, I just had to hold him the whole time. Oh my goodness! Um, he had he had to be with me all the time um so yeah I think it's just about being intentional but honestly I don't have it worked out I can barely balance um (laughs) I'm only just coming out of the trenches
0: Um, (laughs) it looks otherwise if I'm being honest (laughs) you're looking really good while you're doing it
1: Um, yeah I think yeah just trying to be intentional about Mm. it um I try my best but some days it's just yeah it's um, just a right yeah I just yeah exactly mm -hmm. and I just think to myself one day he's not going to need me this much like the amount of time that he's going to need me versus don't is so much larger um easier said than done when it's a really hard day yeah but at the yeah at the end of the day this is only so short-lived um one day he's going to be like mom back off like yeah, uh,
0: leave me alone I don't
1: need to be in the shower with you sitting there right yeah um and so yeah I just try to remind myself that especially at night time when you're not
0: sleeping. <laughs> you're like, Aww. it's okay, he needs you. Yeah. He, <laughs> he <laughs> loves have me. These. He loves me so much. <laughs> yeah. no. Did you go through any like postpartum depression? Um,
1: look, I probably did. I just didn't have time to address it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds like every Asian mom in the yeah. Planet. Yeah. Um
1: But uh, realistically, I think less postpartum depression, maybe more postpartum anxiety. Mm. Um, I just like... A lot of, uh, especially like, I feel like breastfeeding at the start, because I'm so small, a lot of people are just like, oh, you're probably not feeding him enough. You're so skinny. My mom, especially <gasps> was like, "Like, you're not giving him enough milk. Don't. Like, how do you have <laughs> enough milk for someone this small? Oh, um, we're a year plus of breastfeeding <sighs> um, and still going um, and he's putting on great weight. But that really, really got to me all the time. Um, just, just Asian parents
0: coming in with yeah. unsolicited Always. medical Always. comments.
1: Yeah, and oh, they, the Asian parents love formula, formula, formula. So they're mm. always like, just, just give him involved. formula. Mm. And I'm like, why? I'm like, he's fine. He can just yeah. drink out of my boob. It's yeah. easy. It's yeah. quick. Um, which breastfeeding is a whole nother thing. I did not. I, I always thought, oh, it's so easy. So convenient. You just, just pop the- a boob out, right? <laughs> um, but that means your baby has to be with you all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, yeah. And I remember when I started breastfeeding also, I used to just feel so empty. And mm. I think um, someone had explained to it like something about the letdown of the milk. Um, it's kind of like a letdown of your mind. I don't know what? how to explain it. So it's, like just what?
0: it's like when you're when when the milk is leaving your body, yeah. it's like something else is leaving as yeah. well, so like you feel some, empty.
1: Yeah. So some moms <gasps> feel that too, and so I used oh to feel God. like I didn't feel like I was connected, or I hated it. I just felt like oh, uh, like, I know,
0: okay, no. like Cause, bye. Yeah, because I I, I get these comments from people like mothers who are mm-hmm. breastfeeding that they literally feel like a cow.
1: Oh yeah, I definitely feel like a cow. Like you oh just like a, like you literally
0: like I'm just a cow to this mm. little thing that I pushed yeah. out.
1: Especially now, he doesn't when he breastfeeds. He doesn't like lay still. He's just like Riggling bouncing around, around. and oh. I'm like, dude, my nipple can only go so far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you please sit stay in your designated oh. seat?
1: <laughs> Seriously, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think yeah the postpartum anxiety. So like I had this app where I track how long he drinks milk for. And at the start, it's handy, you know? Um, just to make sure you're feeding them longer, just to see, um, good for like data, oh, yeah. analysis. Because you can't
0: really tell how much this yeah, drinking. Like, exactly,
1: yep. you can't if it's it. in a
0: bottle, you can measure how yeah. much you're feeding uh-huh. them. But if it's like straight from the boob, it's yeah, like... Yeah, and so it'll tell you, yeah. you know,
1: um, or Roughly it'll tell much. you... What if the um, flow's
0: different though? You yeah, yeah, I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's like it's all different. It's so different. different. But, but I guess
1: it's just like collating all this data so you can kind of visualise and see your baby's patterns, how long they're feeding. If the last time you fed it was the left side or the right side, very convenient. Yeah. Um, helpful at the start, but I'm still doing it. I don't know why. I still have been tracking like it habit. for like yeah, exactly like a year plus, and I still think I'm like oh, he's not feeding enough. But I'm like, he's at the age now where he knows how much he mm, needs. Mm. Um, so I think it's the most part of anxiety <laughs> still there because everyone kept telling me, you know, oh, you're probably not feeding him enough. Like you're too skinny. I mean, yeah. they still tell me that. They're like too little. Like how do you have milk in you? Like my mm. mom's shocked beyond belief. She's like. Firstly, how do you have enough milk to feed him and then enough to leak and have a supply so that when he goes and stays with my mother-in-law <gasps> once has, a week, you, he has milk to drink. And it shocks the life out of oh her still. Um, I don't know where the milk is either. Where does it come from? Where is it stored? <laughs> no idea. Um, but yeah, so I think a little less postpartum de- depression. I think it was just general depression because I was so exhausted. Mm, um, like, you know, after... I was pregnant for six months, obviously gave birth, grieved, and then was trying. And so it felt like I was pregnant for like four years. Yeah. Um, And then, long. yeah, exactly. It felt so long. Um, And then, you know, it didn't stop because when the baby comes, it's game time again. Yeah. 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 Um, So I think I just felt so, so exhausted, so burnt out because I didn't have a break. Yeah. And I should have. I should have given myself a break because going to motherhood, you need.
0: You don't have, oh, a, you actually yeah. can't, you, there's no luxury. Yeah, exactly. So
1: now I'm yeah. like, oh, now, nah, well, now you can't take a break. See you in 18 years. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just, yeah, not so, yeah. I wouldn't say PPD, I was like just general depression, like my general depression. Yeah. Um, and I definitely just anxiety of, yeah, know,
0: a newborn. Newborn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Newborn anxiety. You know, it's so funny to hear that from you, right? Because <laughs> as an outsider, right from Mm -hmm. an outsider's perspective i look at like i only see what you want to put on instagram right of Mm -hmm. course and we all know that that's not always the big picture (laughs) but i would just never in a thousand million years Mm -hmm. that that was the hardship that you have gone through and you're still going through Mm -hmm. now like in motherhood right and like i as somebody who w- does definitely want to become a mother mm-hmm. at some point in her life, I definitely think about how am I, am I going to, you know, still be myself while, yeah. you know, taking on another responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. Even like people go back like to the basics, say like society puts such a, like, a big thing about getting married right and Mm. once you get married it's like you're somebody's wife and then you gotta take care of your husband and you gotta look (laughs) after the house and uh, even then I'm already thinking like how am I going to maintain my own identity Mm. let alone when Mm. I'm actually actually responsible Mm -hmm. not for a man child but like a child (laughs) child (laughs) like a child child right (laughs) and then I look at you and I have so much respect for you because I'm like wow she's like killing it she's out here being a mom Mm -hmm. how does she like go out every day and look so cute (laughs) doing I'm like I don't even have any responsibilities and I have to like really force myself to like look cute when I leave the house and I was like I look at you and I go that's exactly what I want to be when I become a mom I'm like I hope I can be half as good as Michelle (laughs) when I get there.
1: The dressing up is intentional because being a mother it's so um I feel like it's so easy for me to just be like just wear what's comfortable. Yeah what's convenient. You know what like uh, I have to say like I don't care what anyone else wears. I don't care what anyone else does. Yeah. Um, but I do find and like see a pattern of like, you know, moms who just like just put on whatever, which like, is fine if that mm, works for mm. you. But that started to make me feel like you were saying like my loss of identity because I was like, oh, I'm like really, really going into this like mom. Yeah. Which is fine as well. But how, it's that's not you. It's yeah, a pres- it's not me. Yeah, it's a personal um, preference. Yeah. And so very, very intentional, like getting ready um, has been like the one thing I'm like, I have to. You I have to, do to get ready. Like like, I'm going to get dressed. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not just going to be like, like some days I know I, I look at myself, I'm like, oh, this is so mum outfit. And then I'm like, no, I don't want that. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. I mean, like, I'm sh- sure some people still look at my outfit, like, oh, that's such a mum outfit. Like, mm. I don't care. Um, She's better dressed than half yeah. of us. I, swear I to God. literally. <laughs> but for <laughs> me, yeah, it was very <laughs> intentional. But also now that makes people bad that I'm like putting on this. Persona that like motherhood's not hard. Like if I'm not showing, what I mean. I wouldn't say that. No, no,
0: no. I don't. I don't ever feel like you are putting on, making this impression Mm -hmm. that motherhood is not hard. Because I feel it's more like I can, like you saying how like people mums fall into this like loophole because what mm-hmm. happens is you end up prioritizing yourself last right yeah, i yeah, think as 100%. women naturally that's what yeah. we do mm-hmm. yeah. and like you said put like me getting dressed is mm-hmm. the least important fucking thing and yeah, if yeah. i'm too tired and i need to give up on something mm-hmm. that's going to be the first yeah, thing yeah. that a lot of people give mm-hmm. up on i feel like well, i guess i'm this is a general statement because yeah. i'm not a mom mm-hmm. <laughs> but i would feel like if i was to ask any mom mm-hmm. like if they could really have the time to dress up and like mm-hmm. you know feel good about themselves they would but yeah. like at the end of the day, it just goes back to you as a person. How mm-hmm. important that is, like, yeah, to you, yeah, right? And yeah. if that, and if getting ready and making yourself mm-hmm. look good is really valuable to you, mm-hmm. you have to make time. You have to make time for it. Yeah. Time it's for exactly. Anything in life, though, like if yeah, you've if gone through yeah. therapy, which I think this is where I learned it from, is that you have to make time for yourself, yeah. the mm-hmm. things that are important to you, and make you like the makeup of who you are. Yeah, is so important you have to prioritise that before you can actually give like time and effort to anything else in life so mm. I think that's where we kind of struggle as women like when we go and like, get pregnant mm-hmm. and then have a child, which is completely, oh, you know, this child is, is my is life and one. this is everything, yeah. you know. And yeah, you don't, you forget yeah. that you are also a person yeah. and yeah. you also have needs and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah which is why I respect that. You <laughs> and then acknowledge that you also have your own yeah. needs and you can say, you know, I, I do need to fit in time yeah. to mm-hmm. do these things that make me feel good. Yeah. yeah. Whether that's, yeah, a hobby maybe. Mm-hmm. No, not so much getting dressed, but yeah, even just a <laughs> hobby. like That, that is you, a hobby. But yeah, yeah it, is, it is a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Looking cute <laughs> <it> takes time. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) Um, But yeah, like maintaining hobbies and stuff like after motherhood, if Mm. that's just like a part of an identity. And I think, yeah, I think I feel very lucky that in this generation, it's accepted. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. while as before, women are like, you know, once you get married, you're a wife, you're mm-hmm. not, you're a homemaker, you're a homemaker, oh, and yes. now you're a mom. Mm-hmm. While as now, people were very in you know, a very uplifting kind of community yeah. where people are celebrating these kind of yeah. things. Well, I feel like before, it's like, hey, why are you wasting time, I don't know, mm-hmm. getting dressed in a day when you could be, I don't know, playing with your kid oh, or yeah. like, I don't know, making better meals for your uh-huh. children? <laughs> Just like shaming mums yeah. like that. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like, yeah, if you're in a good headspace, your children are going to know it and they're going to feel it. Oh, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So um, it's yeah, that's it's like, definitely important to you know put yourself first so that yeah. at least you're in the right mindset because. Mm-hmm. If it was me, I remember there were days that my mum is a mother of four children mm. and that's a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember as a kid, I, sh- there were days where she was having a really hard time and I didn't quite understand why. And I was like, why are you crying? Like, mm. there's like, why nothing. Are you upset? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing to cry about. Why yeah. are you crying? And then I look back now and I'm like, she probably had a really hard time mm-hmm. and I just didn't understand and she never told me and she, anything. She couldn't tell you. Yeah. She was yeah. young to
1: understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So. Like, how could she say? She's like, oh, I'm tired of you guys, but I love you guys yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, So I'm like, now I feel really bad. <laughs> yeah. Thank oh, you, mum. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mum. <laughs> so we remember one time you did a and a mm-hmm. on your Instagram and you left the questions open-ended for people to ask questions about mm-hmm. your you and your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And someone had mentioned something about being a stay-at-home mum and that being like, I don't know, I guess like something that is looked down, down mm-hmm. upon in this society like because, you know, you. yeah, because yeah, like a lot of girls now are you know they they work full-time their nine-to-five job and they're Mm -hmm. also a mum as well um you and your husband have chosen this lifestyle of you just you know being the caretaker Mm -hmm. and him working what's that like and how did you deal with the judgment that was you know (laughs) put on you um
1: I definitely knew it was coming when I put it up I just felt like a lot of people ask, especially what my husband does, because I'm sure they're like, how are they funding this lifestyle, which isn't even lavish. I just, uh, but obviously, I know I, I feel very privileged, don't get me yeah. wrong, mm-hmm. um, to live the life that I do um, and to be in the position that I am. But yeah, I had random, like, I've had random people ask what my husband does. So when I opened the questions and had the anonymous option, I knew it was coming. <laughs> um, So, I mean, I was kind of prepared, but I was also surprised that, um, so what the question said, it was like, um, oh, so you're a stay at home mom. Don't you feel bad for hubby? Oh,
0: like Um, you're like living on him?
1: Yeah. They're like, don't you feel bad for hubby? Trying to say it nicely, but you're mean. Yeah. Um, and I knew, um. And it's funny because I was thinking, you think I just made a decision by myself? You yeah. think I was like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom? Yeah, I'm not I'm working like, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're just going to rack in the dollars, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> Although sometimes I do want to be like that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes I come up and go, you what, know, I'm done. Babe, you sort it out. You figure but it out. But logistically,
1: they'd be, they'd be like, what? Like, yeah. how yeah. are we going to work this? How, yeah. And yeah. like, there's so much behind the scenes. Like, how are we going to afford... The mortgage and like groceries, mm, yeah. and all this like, there's so you much to go into this. Yeah, into yeah. this decision, I couldn't have just done it on my own. I'm yeah, like, like okay, yeah, I could have, but he probably would have been like, okay, we're broke, um, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. live on the yeah, street, exactly. Um, so when that came up, obviously I knew like there were so many supportive people, of course. Um, but when it came up, I was just surprised. Like, I just don't know why it matters to people. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, like, it doesn't hurt. It now. doesn't hurt anyone. <laughs> yeah, I am a stay-at-home mom. Um, and I'm proud of it and thankful for it, really. That you can even yeah, do exactly, that. Yeah, exactly, because so many people can't. Yeah. Like, I know there's so many moms who would love to be able to stay home with their kids, yeah. you know, but it's just not feasible. Like, yeah. sometimes not. It's yeah. not. And I understand the privilege that, that I sit in at the moment to be able to do that. Um, so I just didn't know what else to say because I'm like, yeah, I am. And I'm like... I don't feel bad for him because yeah. we made this decision, decision together, together. Yeah. and I'm so grateful that he works. Like mm. I am so, so grateful. It's not like I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Give you like, him your whole
0: paycheck so I can get a yeah. Chanel. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you're like raising his son I and know. like you're doing all the other and stuff at home. Honestly, too. it's a lot of work. Yeah. It is
1: so much work i've done full-time before but this is nothing like ever it's yeah it's 24 literally 24 7 you don't get a one-hour lunch break you know exactly (laughs) and like if you're if you're mad at your boss you can't be like i'm gonna go speak to HR about it yeah Yeah, i can't he can't take annual
0: leave from this (laughs) he's
1: he's following me he's telling me oh i need milk still like yeah man sexual harassment literally (laughs) he's pulling my pants he's (laughs) telling me let's go pulling my hair I can't And like you just can't have a bad day I mean you can Yeah um, But obviously I don't want to But you just can't have a bad time in front of them Yeah You know there's so much you can't do Like I'm not But I'm also not saying that it's not hard work to work Yeah By the way it's just two different things It's just Um, But for people who don't think that being a stay-at-home mom is work um, It's so Try it It is so much work Yeah Um, And when your baby doesn't sleep at night You're on the clock still (gasps) Like
0: crazy, you're on the night shift, exactly. Yeah,
1: I'm night shift, morning shift, but it's just all the time. But I
0: wouldn't change it for the world.
1: Of i course. think that's yeah. the
0: misconception of maternity leave when people are like oh yeah people, yeah it's not a break yeah. Yeah. yeah people think you're like frolicking through the fields, yeah. like going to brunch uh-huh. oh, <laughs> just yeah get with the girls
1: but you know what that's obviously what people see on my instagram yeah. right oh <laughs> yeah, they, yeah that's yeah. what they see from yeah. me from but the, like, like the one and i get it out of the judge day. me all you
0: want yeah. but like you know i
1: mean there's only so much i can show all the time exactly, i can't yeah. i don't want to complain all the time either because exactly. motherhood is beautiful yeah. and there's so many people out there who do complain about it like Go look yeah. what they have to say. Like mm. I, I don't care for it. Yeah, I'm like, I, w- I will complain uh, like, in my mind, in my own life with my husband, whatever. But I'm just not interested in plastering negative like, energy. Yeah, out all there. the time. Yeah, I understand being um, real and relatable. Like I share my bad day sometimes, but yeah, I'm just not interested in like dishing out like being like, oh, my son's so annoying. Yeah, like, every he, single yeah. day. Every day, like yeah. we get it yeah um, especially
0: with all the trauma that you've been through ex- as well yeah, exactly. you, you couldn't you like at one stage you thought that you wouldn't be able to have yeah, this life so exactly yeah exactly. This is it's very humbling is, <laughs> it, it is yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
1: like, it's like everything I've ever dreamed of but it's hard yeah but like if anything if there's any hardship I take I take this any day of the yeah, week yeah 100% um yeah. But yeah, so shout out to my hater. Still a stay at home mom.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Sake. <laughs> Sorry
1: about it. Still didn't have a job.
0: <laughs> but also like, would like to see them give this a try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One week on the job, I three know. month trial period. See yeah. how you laugh. Cause there's
1: moms out there I know who, who say like they prefer to go to work like a few days a week because they just like that Need break. A break. Yeah. So
0: working and is the I, break. Yeah.
1: And I respect that too. Mm, but yeah. whatever works for your family works for your family. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. People just you have, have too many opinions, stay honestly. Stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah. In your lane but it's <laughs> funny, I mentioned lane. it to my mom, and then she was like, oh, that's so weird. She said, oh, you know what I used to say? I would just say, like, I'm a homemaker. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm proud to say I'm a stay-at-home mom. Like, I don't need to, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Justify yeah. whatever their exactly. opinion is. Like, yeah. she used to
1: say, oh, I'd say it to people, you know, I'm a homemaker. And I'm like, cool. And I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> and, I'm it like, yeah. and I'm like, I don't care. And I'm like why i'm like there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom i'm not ashamed to be a yeah. stay-at-home mom not a, like yeah i um so when i brought it up to her she was just like yeah just say that and then people will understand better i'm like why do they why do i need to have them explain, understand yeah, better exactly i'm like why
0: do i need to explain myself in the yeah, first place like, like, why? why does it and matter like, to them just yeah.
1: because they misunderstand me i'm yeah. like yeah. <laughs> well, that's
0: not i don't have
1: time yeah <laughs> i'm like i've got to go change the diaper i don't have time to explain yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i agree um, So yeah, shout out to stay-at-home moms, shout out to working moms, (laughs) parents. (laughs) yeah and anyone
0: parents in general right and yeah, yeah. non-parents that's <laughs> everyone no one
1: is excluded <laughs> good
0: morning to everyone except the, the hater <laughs> except haters <laughs> but also I don't like them. people don't like me so
1: <laughs> I hope you have a good
0: day too <laughs> and I guess that brings us to the end of this episode you guys thank you so much Michelle for giving us your precious time if the listeners would like to follow you on your socials for your incredible content where can they find you um i'm on instagram it's
1: get ready with michelle but it's like grw michelle yeah. Um, that might be to be, be too complicated so don't worry about it <laughs> link will be in the show notes so <laughs> yes. you can
0: find it there if you've got any questions or comments we would love to hear from you reach out to us on our instagram page at messy minds podcast if you're enjoying our show please give us a rate and a review on whatever platform that you're tuning in on and be sure to come back next week for some more juicy discussions until then this is jesse and this is mary and this is michelle
1: and don't forget to declutter your messy minds <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>